today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's been a very emotional time, of course, in Minnesota for the last couple of days. Uh, as uh, another day of testimony went on in the uh, Derek Chauvin murder trial, he, of course, uh, is charged in a number of different offenses right now, the killing of George Floyd. Uh, so to give us a recap of what's going on and the perspective on, on uh, how this is impacting not just this community, but I think, well, I was going to say the nation, but the world, because everybody is watching. Uh, Please welcome to the program uh, Jeffrey Dvorkin, who is a former director of journalism and senior fellow at the University of Toronto's Massey College. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you so much for the time. Uh, good to My have pleasure. you with us today. My Let me ask you something. As, as a journalist, I, I, I want to get that perspective, because yesterday, as an, as an example, this was a very emotional day, of course. That Minneapolis firefighter uh, who tried to intercede uh, during this incident, of course, last summer and, and offer assistance to George Floyd, and basically was refused by the, the, the officers in charge, and she says intimidated. The emotion is just dripping right now with what's going on, and it has been ever since that incident occurred last summer. As a journalist, do, do you... Do you feed on that or do you have to extricate yourself from that and just deal with facts well i don't think you can extricate yourself completely from it and in fact uh, uh, journalists should not be doing that they should not leave their conscience at the door when they come into work in the morning uh they need to use their sense of what is going on and to put it in some kind of context and make sure that they are explaining the situation properly, informing it, but not using their own emotion, perhaps emotional sensibility to deform the story. And I think that this is a story that has so many consequences, especially now, not just in the United States and Canada as well, as we are more and more uh, caught up in the issue around uh, anti-black racism, anti-Asian racism, uh, the issue that's going on in the state of Georgia right now where black people are being disenfranchised. So this is a, this is a trial that has attracted the attention of many people. And it reminds me as well of the Rodney King situation in Los mm-hmm. Angeles back in 1991, where a black motorist was pulled over by by police. Um, he was allegedly intoxicated, but then he was pulled out of the car and beaten with uh, bully, uh, billy clubs 51 times, and then he was tasered with 50,000 volts. And the whole thing was caught on tape by some fellow in an apartment building on his balcony right opposite the street where this was going on. And this man uh, taped the whole incident and then gave the tape to a television station in Los Angeles. This created an outcry. But what we're seeing now in Minneapolis is that everybody is taping the taping what happened to George Floyd with using their cell phone cameras, which didn't exist back in 1991. So we, what we have are many more uh, visuals and visualizations and witnesses to what happened. Uh, what happened in Los Angeles uh, back back in those days is that the police were put on trial for assault, undue violence. They were all got off. They were all found not guilty by a white jury, and that created the uh, the uh, the riot in which 63 people were killed. What we're, I'm not saying that's going to happen now if if uh, Chauvin gets off. But the tensions inside 
the community in Minneapolis and elsewhere are really on a knife edge right now. You know, the, the the contrast you painted there, I think, is very apt to this too, Jeffrey. I mean, the Rodney King thing, we were surprised that there was a video available of that incident, that somebody would actually have the wherewithal and the, and the ability to do that. Uh, when we hear incidents now, we're surprised that there isn't video. Like you say, everybody is a photojournalist now. Uh, all they have to do is turn on the camera, as this young girl did, uh, who was standing right there and, again, trying to intercede uh, and was basically shooed off by the police. Uh, it's it's right there in front of us for, for everybody to see. Uh, but as a journalist, of course, covering trials, and as you say, journalists from all over the world are covering this trial right now. Uh, you can't just say the video, well, that's the case, it's open and shut. There's, there's much more to this that needs to be reported. Absolutely. But the, the whole thing that is necessary here is not to explain away what happened, but to contextualize it properly. Mm-hmm. Racial context in Minneapolis has been building for years. There is a very uh, a growing Somali community that has had a lot of very powerful and negative interactions with the police. Um, and the state of policing in the United States, um, and, and also in Canada for that matter, is not that great. Uh, mi- minorities feel always under threat by the cops in Canada and in the United States. And that there is an argument that has been made that Policing is exists in order to support a kind of de facto segregation so that it keeps intimidating people of color in order to allow white people to feel more secure. There's something to that, I think, and it's important that journalists understand that that's part of the context of what's going on. So it's, in your mind, I guess... It's it's not just Derek Chauvin that's on trial here. It's 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 our societal approach to, to race relations. It's uh it's it's the angst that many people in communities right around North America, I guess, in the world, are feeling towards law enforcement officials. There's an awful lot on the on the table here, isn't there? Absolutely. And and the thing that's complicating it is that uh, journalists and citizens have become kind of used to the idea of a lot of crime reporting in daily news. Um, and in fact, there's a lot of crime reporting that should be reported, but a lot of it is, in my opinion, just kind of filler because the hollowing out of news organizations um, in many places mean that journalists can only go after what's what I call the low-hanging fruit, which is weather, traffic, and crime. So that there is a, a, a the public, I think, is prepared to be informed or not about the nature of crime. And, and I think that as journalists, we have an obligation to make sure that we're not reporting every single thing that could be construed as crime, but only to report the things that really tell us something about our society and how it's being affected. That's why this trial in Minneapolis is so important. Uh, so much to talk about. We're tight on time. We're going to have to leave it there for now. Jeffrey, thank you so much for this. I'd love to hook up with you a little bit later on further into this trial and, and uh, get your perspective on that. Thanks so much for this today. My pleasure. Take care. Jeffrey Dvorkin, of course, uh, from University of Toronto's Massey College. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.